Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And now it's time to catch up with the coach of the Warriors. Brought to you by Xfinity. Stay connected, protected, and entertained. Steve Kerr with us. Coach, got to warn you, Ray is uh, he's in a rare mood today, but... Uh, Coach, last March when Steph was hurt against the Celtics, you talked about a possible silver lining, and it looks like you were right. And has there been a silver lining, some good out of the bad during the stretch without Steph and Wiggins? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, we've had a, a lot of young guys uh, step up and, and play and, and uh, gain some confidence. I think our new players, you know, guys like Lamb and, and uh, Ty Jerome have really filled a void and, and uh, established themselves and and just for the team, you know, we, we when we can win games without Steph, it just builds a lot of confidence. So, um, you know, it's been a been a good stretch for us. I'm, uh, I told the team last night, you know, despite the loss, I'm just really proud of everybody for holding down the fort and keeping us, you know, kind of uh, where we need to be in the standings and uh, and we'll be getting reinforcements back soon. So uh, everybody's done a great job. Um, that said, the last two games, um, you've, you've given up a, a number of points that would suggest that your defense was not the way it either that it had been earlier in the homestand or the way you like it. Is this just sort of a, a cyclical thing where there'll be a couple of games where you're not getting the defensive performances you expect? Or do you start to, are you seeing signs of slippage that concern you? I think there's maybe been a little bit of slippage the last couple of games. Uh, I think related to fatigue more than anything. And we've just had so many games and, you know, we've had so many guys injured that we're, we're really relying on, uh, you know, kind of a select group of players and, just seems like we've had a game every other night, uh, and so I think uh, we got a little careless uh, last night with some fouling. You know, we, we all in all we've been doing a better job of not fouling, and then last night we started to foul jump shooters again. And um, you know, we 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 weren't getting to rebounds, kind of some you know some key rebounds that we needed to get. We weren't quite getting there, and um, but again, I, you know, overall the the effort's been great. The connection has been great. And um, I'm confident, especially having today off and then a good day of practice tomorrow, that uh, 
will bounce back and and uh, and play really well on Saturday. On a quote good day of practice, what do you do, and how strenuously do you do it? It's not so much how strenuous it it, it is. It's just a, a chance to reset and to go through the basics. You know, you, you, uh, you we have our team defensive drills that we like to do on on practice days and. You know, Ron Adams always said you got to do those drills just just like you got to get your shooting in every day. You know, players are going to take their you know three hundred shots, four hundred shots a day every day to keep their stroke going. And Ron Ron likes to say you got you got to do your defensive drills too, otherwise you you know you get careless um, with with those habits. So tomorrow's a day really to to brush up on the fundamentals and uh, watch some tape and and get ready for Orlando. Uh, Steve Jordan Poole, obviously without the, the way he's been scoring lately, you don't win these games on this homestand, and he's carried a very heavy load the last few weeks. Sometimes it appears he tries to do too much. I think perhaps you have addressed that. Is that maybe what's happened with the recent late-game turnovers? Uh, you were able to overcome them in the two previous games last night that uh, caught up a little bit, but is that kind of what's going on with Jordan Poole at the end of these games and some of these unforced turnovers, just trying to do too much? Yeah, I think sometimes Jordan is, is trying too hard to make a play. I mean, it, I've always felt that the, the game is m- more difficult uh, for the, the players who are more talented uh, when they're young because they have sort of a, 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 a big menu of possibilities in front of them. Um, if you're not as talented, you're, you're immediately limited in, in, in terms of what you can and can't do. And... Uh, that was definitely the case for me as a player. I mean, I I, I knew that uh, there was so much I couldn't do that I didn't even bother trying. Uh, but if you're Jordan, you can pretty much do everything. And so then it becomes a case of learning, you know, when to when to shoot, when to drive, when to pass, um, you know, when to make the decision to do all those things. Uh, and it takes time. It takes a lot of reps, and it takes you know some painful experiences and some mistakes and. The great thing is, is um, Jordan's got a, a, a great attitude, and he's helping us win games. You know, every night he's making big plays. He's helping us in so many other ways, and so it's all just part of the the total development for for Jordan. And I think he's coming along great. Uh, when you say it takes time, I know this it's different for every player because every player is different. But what's a reasonable amount of time for? For you to be able to apply a question of okay, now it's time that we shouldn't have to be addressing problem X or problem Y to whatever player we're talking about, not just Jordan Poole. What what's a reasonable amount of time for a coach to finally say, okay, you should have this all by now? It's just different for everybody based on you know where they started from. You know, um, guy like Draymond who played four years at Michigan State. Um, you're 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 going to expect things to come a lot quicker than you would Jonathan Kaminga based on 13 games in the G League before his arrival. So it's different for every player, and then you factor in the the circumstances. What position are they playing? You know, what what are we expecting of them? What's their role? We're asking a lot of Jordan. You know, he's uh, he's our main shot creator uh, after Steph, and 
And so that, you know, that requires a, an awful lot of responsibility, and so it, it, it takes longer in a case like that. Steve, you, you talked about the, the days when you played. We know that Steph could. It's possible he returns for the Spurs game a week from Friday at the Alamo Dome, and the Spurs going to be celebrating their 50th anniversary that night. And you'll have other things on your mind, obviously, but how great will it be to be part of all that, especially if Steph plays, since you played on some, as I remember, some pretty good teams in San Antonio yourself? Yeah, I'm excited about that game. I mean, my, my first uh, first year playing with the Spurs, uh, first, uh, I think, three uh, three years, actually, we played in the Alamo Dome. Um, pretty unique building, you know, very unique um, environment, you know, the, the way that the, the stadium was set up. And uh, so to go back there and, and uh, you know, to... to um, to play in front of the Spurs fans and in, in, in the old building, uh, it's pretty exciting. And I understand they're trying to break the all-time record um, for attendance in an NBA game, which was a game that I played in when I was with the Bulls. We played in the Georgia Dome against the Hawks. I think there were about 63,000 fans there. And uh, the Spurs are hoping to break that record. It'll be interesting to see uh, you know, the, the scene. It'll be quite a, a spectacle. So I'm looking forward to it. Given that you played in that game and you've been involved in in some of the Alamo Dome games, what are you able to tell your players about shooting backgrounds, about noise levels, about the things that will make this kind of an alien experience for them? I probably won't say a whole lot. Um, you know, I, I haven't looked at the schedule. I'm hoping we'll have a shoot around so that guys can uh, you know spend an hour just getting shots up and and getting a feel for the arena themselves. Um, I don't think we've played in in any domes, you know, since I've been the coach of the Warriors. Um, you know, there there were when I played late in my career, you, you, you played in one in Toronto, you know, at the uh, the Rogers Center where the the uh, you know the, the Blue, Blue Jays. Jays play now. They used the Raptors used to play there before wow. their arena was built, and then San Antonio, the Alamo Dome. But I don't remember any others. Uh, and so this is uh, it's a new experience for for a lot of the guys. Although I, I'm guessing Draymond and Steph, you know, in the NCAA tournament, played mm -hmm. in a couple of domes, you know, in Final Fours or regional final type things. So uh, it'll be an interesting experience for sure. Didn't they used to have bats in there, Steve? I remember one game, Manu Ginobili during the game, he he caught a bat out of midair. So big cavernous place like that. Uh, a little bit of a different atmosphere than than we have in most of the modern arenas. Did you ever did you ever experience bats in the old Alamo Dome? I don't remember. I do remember uh, the, the the highlight of if you want to call it that of Manu <laughs> snatching the bat out of the air. I, I wouldn't recommend that uh, from a health perspective. I, I might let somebody with gloves on catch it with a net. But um, yeah, that was. Uh, Is that what <laughs> Kenny Anderson is there for? I, yeah, that's Kenny's job. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are coming up on the one-year anniversary of Clay's return, um, and I'm just wondering um, what has impressed you the most about the way he has handled everything. We can't imagine what he's been through. What has impressed you the most about the way he's handled it? Getting back to a point now where he's playing, he looks like shooting-wise, he looks like the old Clay Thompson again. How impressed have you been by what he's been through and how he's gotten to this point? Yeah, I mean when you when you just look at it from the big picture, I mean what what he had to overcome to get back on the court against Cleveland a year ago, um, two two you know major injuries back to back, missing two full seasons, um, 
two and a half, actually. I mean, it, it was just insane um, what he had to endure. And um, it, it's just wonderful to see him enjoying himself. He looks more relaxed now than he did earlier in the season. I think he's found a good perspective uh, where he's appreciating his opportunity uh, to play and, and to just enjoy you know, being part of the team and and enjoy the uh, you know the the fact that this is, there's a small window in, in, in your life as a professional athlete you know relative to your your life uh, your lifespan I mean 10 15 years whatever it is uh, you know this is a time that that Clay absolutely should be enjoying and, and I, I'm really happy to see him doing so now. Uh, has he either confided in you or have you noticed that there was an aha moment for him this year when all of a sudden he remembered all those things that you that you just spoke of? Well, we've we've we have, you know, periodic conversations. Um, I just try to remind him of, um, to, you know, to lose himself in the game and to to enjoy himself. And, um, you know, he's. He, he, Clay is a guy who leans on a lot of his teammates and coaches, and, and he's got a lot of confidants. Um, and I think um, it, it's more. There wasn't like a moment where he said something to me. I, I, I've just you know seen it. I think since we returned from the road trip, this uh, this homestand's been really good for him, just in terms of getting him settled down. Coach, I have two kind of nuts and bolts questions about last night. One, what can you share with us about the inbounds play? I think it's called, what, the reverse hammer that set up Clay's basket that tied the game. Ty Jerome threw such a great pass on that. What can you tell us about that, maybe where you learned that? And then also, as far as Draymond's technical, is that something that maybe you guys address with the league in terms of seeing it, whether they would rescind that, or is that a process that they handle on their own anyway? Yeah, with Draymond's uh, situation, I, I, we we will definitely appeal to the league um, to see if there's anything that can be done. I mean, just watching the replay, I, I didn't think he deserved no a technical, you know. And and I think the the officials. I thought last night's game was really well officiated. I thought they did a great job. Um, and, and you know, then at the end to have a situation like that where two guys get tangled up and the officials have time to look at it and time to make a decision knowing that Draymond will be tossed, you know, if they call double technicals, I don't see why the officials can't have the leeway to just say nothing. Like, hey, hey you guys knock it off. You know, like mm-hmm. that's that's common sense. I mean, nobody should be ejected for what happened there. Um, so I was disappointed in that regard, but, um, you know, we will appeal it hopefully you know try to get Draymond's money back for him and, and get one of those technicals uh you know taken off the book mm-hmm. how much do you lament the fact that officials aren't allowed to apply common sense to situations the way they used to well i think that's that's something that's uh you know really um kept internal you know within the league i, I think those are discussions that are best had you know, within the league and not, you know, not, not on the radio show. Uh, that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I think I, I really respect um, the, 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 the job that the league does and the way they handle their business are very open to communication. And I, um, I think that it's important to honor that uh, openness by, uh, you know, making sure we keep conversations like that in house and, 
and it really is a collaboration, you know. Um, there's a lot of people involved in how the game is officiated, competition committee, and uh, the, the league takes into account, you know, players and coaches' opinions, and and so there, that's all that's all part of the process. You mean especially this show, right? Yeah, especially this show. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Let's clarify that. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, Coach. Uh, any update on Andrew Wiggins? It would have been nice, obviously, to have him available last night. The way Bogdanovich was shooting the ball. I know you're not a doctor, but what's the latest you can give us on the health and availability of Andrew Wiggins going forward? Yeah, I mean, the, the good news is he's he's gotten good workouts in the last couple of days, and uh, he should be good to go to practice tomorrow. And um, we'll get up and down the floor a little bit and have a, a scrimmage. And and if if all goes well, then um, you know then his return is is imminent. I can't say for sure that that's the following day or or whether it would be next week. But uh, he's uh, if all goes well tomorrow, then he's really close. Patrick Baldwin Jr.'s had quite a week. You got to be really happy with some of the things he's shown in his limited minutes this week. Yeah, Patrick's really an, uh, an exciting prospect. You know, he's got great size and a beautiful shooting stroke. He's got a good feel for the game. You know, the ball moves when when he's out there. He understands, um, you know, the, the, how to how to play, just where the ball should go, and getting off of it early and moving. And and, um, and then defensively, you know, he's got really good size. He, he he's got um, the capability to to you know to have great verticality at the rim. Um, when he's in position to, to you know, thwart drivers. Uh, so it's uh, it's really fun to watch him develop, and he's gaining a lot of confidence with this, uh, this opportunity he's getting. A uh, couple more questions for me, so I apologize in advance. Um, first of all, uh, Joe Lacob talked to uh, Tim Kawakami, a podcast that was released today, in which he mentioned that he's already had... Uh, talks with Bob Myers about a new contract and given the fact that yours is coming next year has your agent talked to them about the future yet or have you wanted not to do that uh, um, you know that's that's all always stuff that remains in house you know and I, I have a great relationship with, with Joe and Bob and we all work together uh, really well and uh so there's uh, there's there's no no issues or anything on that front, um, and that but that's all all handled privately. Uh, is your relationship with Joe going to be affected by the fact that he says he has interest in buying the Angels? <laughs> uh, I I I actually asked him about that uh, recently. I was hoping he'd buy the A's, to be honest, because mm-hmm. I I really want. Uh, a new stadium in Oakland. I, I want that to happen, and I, I don't, you know, I, I'm, I know I'm not the only one. I just think the A's are kind of similar to the Warriors were when Joe bought the, the Warriors. It's it's kind of a you know like this cool brand with great you know great colors, great history, um, but kind of a sleeping giant in, in some ways. You know, it's uh, but it's a, a new stadium is 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 so necessary. I, I think when I got here nine years ago, I went to one A's game and, um, and that was it. I didn't really want to go back because the ballpark experience wasn't that great. But, you know, I go to Giants games all the time because it, it's, it's beautiful ballpark. Um, and if the A's could ever do the same thing on the other side of the Bay, I just, man, it would be amazing, um, for our community. So I would love to see that happen. And, uh, 
I, I, I just, knowing Joe and knowing what he's done with the Warriors, uh, that would be really cool. But I, I don't think that's in the cards from what I understand. Steve, as, as Ray mentioned, um, Joe Lacob today talked to Tim Kawakami about a number of things. He talked about, you know, Bob Myers and he would like to keep him. And that's that's obviously their business and that's their negotiations. Could you share with us, you having been a GM, what you appreciate the most about working as a coach with Bob Myers and the job he's done as your GM uh, in your time here with the Warriors? I think it's the stability that Bob brings and, and the... Um uh, the the care that he brings to every relationship that he has, whether it's you know relationships with players or, or coaches or, or Joe or you know other front office members, um, Bob is just uh, an incredible human being, and, and you always know how much he cares about you, and and um, and there's just a, a, a continuity and a, a comfort level for the entire organization because of Bob. We know we're in great hands, and. Um, I think in, in professional sports, there's so much value in, in continuity and, you know, having, having good people in place and, and really weathering the inevitable storms. I think about the, the Spurs with, you know, Pop and R.C. Buford. I think about Miami, you know, with Eric Spolstra and, and, and Pat Riley and, and, um, you know, in all, in all those cases, you just have a, you know, a, a central figure like Bob who's just, so key to keeping things together when, you know, in, inevitably um, you, you get a rough patch. And uh, so Bob is just an enormous part of our success, but also our our ability to sustain what's happening here. And speaking of that UCLA connection, Coach, before we let you go, and Carl, of course we appreciate your time very much, Kavon Looney is having a great year. Minutes up, rebounds up, assists up, turnovers down. I think he leads the league in assist-to-turnover ratio, which is amazing. And he's so unique. And I know you've been in the game for a long time. I'm trying to think of a comp for Kavon Looney. I The closest, I and it's not great, Paul Silas maybe. I, he's just so unique. Um, I'm just, is he maybe the best conditioned, the most well-conditioned athlete in the NBA right now, Coach? Well-conditioned athlete. Yeah, I mean, he, we saw how. Be, yeah, I think I think that would be Steph Curry. Okay, but, uh, all right. But uh, what what Loon has done is remarkable in terms of how he uh, takes care of his body, takes care of his mind, um, what he's learned from his the early part of his career. I think I've I've told this story before, but every morning when I walk into my office two hours before practice starts, Loon Loon is on the practice floor doing yoga. Wow. Um, on his own, he does a, a class on Zoom. You know, on the, on, while he's down on the floor, that's that's how he starts every day. Um, but his brain—I mean, he's so smart. You, you asked about that that um, late out of bounds play that we ran. Mm -hmm. um, the timing on that screen that Loon set was perfect, and um, that's like those are the types of plays that you know they don't show up in the box score, and people may not realize. But you put it. You put a, a, a different uh, guy in that spot. You may not get the exact same timing that that allows Clay to to be free for that shot, and that's that's where Looney is just so good. It's all the nuance within the game. He's uh, he's not flashy, but he's incredibly bright. Um, he's got a great basketball IQ, great humility about him, and uh, he's a, he's. You can ask all the guys on the team. He is just 
absolutely revered for uh, for his humanity and and um, just what a what a wonderful teammate he is. When, when was the last time you told him what were you thinking out there? <laughs> well, last night he did throw an outlet pass uh, off of a rebound, and I turned to the coaches and I said, "What was Looney doing?" <laughs> he's he's, uh, he's allowed uh, he's allowed to have one of those once in a while. Uh, he, he hardly ever makes a mistake, and uh, you know, like I said, it's one of the reasons we love having him out there. We know we can count on him uh, every single night. Once Steve, a game? Yeah. Yeah. Or is that What's too that? much? Uh, we, I lost you guys. Ray oh. wanted to know, one, once. what did you ask, Ray? I asked, once a game? Is he allowed once a game, or does it have to be more spaced no, out than that? No. Once a week. Once, once a week. week. Yeah. And you kind of grunted, Coach, when I said Paul Silas. Is that like, no, and I know it's not great. Was that like, eh, maybe, or no, you're not, you're not going there with me. No, on. I actually, I actually kind of liked the Paul Silas call because Silas was a great rebounder and somebody who, like Looney, you know, didn't really get off yeah. the floor, but was yeah. all about positioning and and um, setting screens. I don't remember his game that well, just because mm-hmm. he was a little before my time. But uh, that is a good comp. It's just it's hard to find comps because you know in today's game, centers are asked to you know basically be lob threats or three point shooters, and it's just rare to find any guys like Looney anymore who are. You know, neither, and yet really yeah. uh, effective players. Happy, happy New Year, Coach. Thank you very much for your time. We'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thanks, Whitey. Thanks, mm-hmm. Ray. See you guys. Steve Kerr, coach of the Golden State Warriors. And things looking up despite that loss last night, Ray. No matter how you want to frame it, things are on the upswing. Looney made State. a colossal mistake last night. Kerr just called him out on it. <laughs> I, that game could be deteriorating before our eyes. Hmm. They are. They are going to um, appeal to the league, Draymond. Yeah. Well, I mean, technical as they should. Cost, I, it doesn't cost you to appeal. Mm-hmm. And if they don't appeal, all of a sudden he's got twelve T's this year and it's three away from a suspension. So you yeah. may as well appeal everything you got at that right. point. I'm not a Draymond apologist, but I didn't see anything there that warranted. The T, because they both grabbed each other's jerseys, and as I said earlier, if that's if that's going to get you T, you're not going to have enough people to have play the game because that happens all the time. And I think well, I was, Beef Stew got away with one last night as a heady play by a young player. who's pretty good player. They got yeah. some good players on that team for a team that's got for the worst record awful. in the league. Yeah, it's kind of hard to figure. They're well coached. They've got some athletes. So it's like, huh? Okay, they're they're eleven and thirty. But they're a dry 11 and 30. They're tanking. They're playing the Wimbanyama long game. That's what they're doing. If they get him, look out. Well, the truth is their biggest problem is they give up 119 points a game. That, that's, they, have a, they have a lot of young players, not all of them devoted to defense on a regular basis. The only team that's got a worse uh, points per game allowed is San Antonio and they are definitely tanking for Wembenyama. Yeah. Or bricking for Vic as is the common phrase. I think that was uh, the great Sam Amick came up with that. Brick for Vic. Do you know another Sam Amick? Because the one I know is definitely not great. <laughs> oh, what? Guy's He's a, mediocre. This guy's a legend. Best. He's a drunk. <sighs> I didn't say he wasn't a drunk. Uh, Joe Lake, we were talking to Steve Kerr obviously about what's going on with Joe Lacob and Bob Myers and Joe Lacob today with Tim Kawakami wanted to make one thing clear. This notion that the Warriors have not offered 
Bob Myers a contract. Joe Lacob says that is just not true. All I will say is that it is not accurate that he has not that he has you know somehow not been offered anything. There have been two offers at this point. Um, I'm trying. Have you ever known me not to be aggressive? No. So that is crazy to sit here and say, and I'm sorry, I have to say that I'm not trying to violate any negotiation. I hope Bob doesn't get upset or, or his agent, but I just want to clarify that. It's not fair to put me and us in a situation by someone who put something out there, that, and I don't know who, that he hasn't been offered anything. That's just not true. So he's got to make a decision, you know, what he wants to do with his life, what's the appropriate compensation. He feels it's fair, we feel it's fair. Um, and it's really just a negotiation. To be honest with you, I fully expect Bob uh, will be back. And um, he's a great negotiator. Mm-hmm. There you <laughs> what go. do you want him to do? He's supposed to do this. Yep. So, you know, I, I, we love Bob. We want him back. I would love for Bob Myers to stay. He's a great interview. He's a great guy. does a great job. I feel better about the chances of him staying after hearing that than I did when there was just silence for the most part other than Woj's cryptic reporting that Bob Myers doesn't have a contract for next year and I was on with Goo when he asked Bob Myers about it and Bob said I can't worry about that now nothing from Joe Lacob so I don't know Ray who knows which way this is going to go but to hear Joe Lacob said we have made offers we want him we expect him to be there um, I feel like they're probably going to get this resolved could be wrong but I'm feeling a lot more optimistic I'm feeling like Myers wants the Angels job after after Lacob buys the team I think he's done. Who could blame him? Oh, yeah. They get, get two players out of 26. <laughs> <laughs> he could take Billy Epler's job. That's easy. Sure. You know, I mean, he's got Trout. He's got Otani. For now. It's not unlike with the, the Warriors Otani, right? Do you, if you're Bob Myers and you look at this job, it, it's kind of daunting to think at some point you may have to start breaking it apart, the thing that you built up. I know that's part of being a GM, but obviously this group is a very special group in terms of what they have accomplished. And <clears throat> that, but, that's not something I would want to do. No, but I don't think he'd be the one breaking it up. Truthfully, I mean, Draymond Green is either going to stay or go on his own volition. Um, Clay Thompson's going to stay. That's just not, there's no question in my mind. There, there's... Too many emotional entanglements for that to become undone at this point, no matter how old he gets. And Curry is a warrior for life. So he won't be breaking anything up. I you didn't hear what Clay said last up. week? Pardon me for interrupting, but did you hear what Clay addressed that after his was after his 50 point game? Didn't he say he wanted to be a warrior for life? He said, I have to find the quote. Um, I'm paraphrasing, but it was more along the lines of, Get who knows how here? long you're going to be here? Who knows how long I'm going to be here? Well, I mean, but that's business. Right. I mean, all the stuff that they that they say in public, that's just business. You know, but I, I, I find it hard to believe that Joe Lacob, Bob Myers, and Steve Kerr in unison would say, yeah, we got to get rid of them. I, I think Kerr would lay in front of the car to prevent him from leaving. Um, so I think he's a, he's a keeper. I think Curry's clearly a keeper. Draymond is the wild card of wild cards. But I don't think ultimately that that choice is going to be Bob Myers' to make. I would guess that the Warriors would be more open now to keeping Draymond around next year than they would have been. The way well, he's yeah, played and depends. how much they've relied on him. He's but, played really well. There has been no yeah. drop-off. No, but that well, depends. There's been some, but not that much. That depends on how much posturing Joe Lacob's doing about how much money he's comfortable spending next year. And that depends on how deep into the postseason they get. 
Let's see what Joe Lacob had to say. Joe Lacob uh, talking with Tim Kawakami says, Steph, Clay, Dre, we want them all to retire as warriors. We would love that, but, but you know how it is. Whether we like to hear this or not, players do get older and their skills erode. And the question is trying to time all that. We would like them to retire, all three of them, as warriors. I really would like that. We would like that. And I think they would like that. And we're going to try to do that if it makes sense. But unfortunately, if you look through the history of you know, professional sports, NBA, let's look at NBA in particular, it usually doesn't end that way. Players want to hang on sometimes a little longer than, than, they, than they can or should. Um, organizations sometimes want to hang on to a dream longer. So you're trying to put all that in perspective and try to balance it all. Bill Walsh, I think I've quoted him before, once said um, better play, trade a player a year too early than a year too late. I mean, I'm not saying we're thinking like that necessarily, but it was a, it's, it's really an important statement. You don't want to go through a, a decade of being bad either for our fans, right? So it's a very difficult calculus. I want to keep those guys here. I, I want them to be here. And in, as long as they're playing at a very high level, you can rest assured they will be here. I think there's a simpler way to say that. Bless them. It's not my money. I don't have to worry about it. But I just think there would have been a more cogent, more to the point way of... It, saying that joe lacob does let's be fair like the sound of his own voice and he likes the sound of his own voice in volume so yeah it, it took him three minutes to say something quick uh but that's him i mean you're if you say hello to him plan to stay a while sure and i i haven't spoken to him and i would love to no, but he, I, but he'll he, never speak to either of us i yeah. guarantee you that okay but when he goes to uh everything about what bill wall said and you know, about trading a player, which I think, didn't Bill Walsh get that from like Branch Rickey? I think yeah. it goes way, way back. That's, everything goes back to Branch Rickey. Moneyball goes back to Branch that's Rickey. That's true, it does. I mean, just that, that's the, Branch Rickey was the smartest person in sports ever because people are still stealing from him now and he's been dead for 70 years. <laughs> yeah, it's good work if you can get it. Here's a little more. Being dead? Yeah, yeah that's great work. <laughs> well, I mean, being remembered. Uh, 70 years later, when you're long gone, people still stealing from you. Joe Lacob says, you know, it'd be nice. This is interesting. It'd be nice if, you know, if those guys, if maybe they were willing to sacrifice a little bit to keep her, but you can't really expect that. He didn't say You so. know, I would love, obviously, for the, some of them to sacrifice a little bit or what they perceive to be as a sacrifice to, to stay and to help our organization maintain a great roster. You always hope for that. It usually doesn't happen. Um, and I can't blame them because, you know, they have limited lifespans as players and they want to make as much money as they, they can. So it's tough. And uh, Draymond and Clay, well, first of all, they're both under contract for next year. So let's not get too far ahead of ourselves here. We'll have to wait and see how this season ends. And then we'll decide and they'll decide. In Draymond's case, he gets to decide. He has the power. He gets to opt in or opt out and do what he wants. I'd love to... For him to stay, that may be staying as under his existing contract. That may mean he opts out and renegotiates something, a, a new deal that is that works for everyone. Or it may mean that he gets offered some huge amount of money and we could sit here and be saying, man, how can we do that? And we'd have to make a decision. And that would involve other people's careers. <laughs> so it's complicated. And I think you all, you know that, and everyone knows that. You know, unfortunately, I'm sitting in the hot seat along with Bob Myers. Joe Lacob with Tim Kawakami, the TK Show. Now, Ray, did I I introduce that cut? I said Joe Lacob says he'd like to see a sacrifice from the players. Then we started to play the cut. And I, did you say he didn't say that? Did I hear you? I say don't remember him ever saying sacrifice because I didn't hear that cut. Oh, okay, but he did say That's that. Oh no, he clearly said it. Yeah. So you are. You know. That said, 
You surprised? If you're, that? I, you must be if you said he didn't say that because he well, said it. Well, I, I can't. I couldn't believe that he'd bring that up because that's you know. For, for the owner who says money is no object, he's just making it an object again. <laughs> oh, yeah, players could, could take a haircut for the good of me. Oh, why don't you take a haircut for the good of them? They well, brought you, you more money than you that. brought them. In all fairness, he said you can't really expect that. It would be nice if they did, but you can't expect that. Well, yeah, that's true, they, right? I mean, yeah, they'll go through the process of asking, but I'd be profoundly disappointed if any of those three guys said, oh, yeah, we'll give some back. We haven't given enough to you already, you weasel. I don't know about the weasel part. He bought something for $450 million (laughs) that's now worth $7 billion, largely on the backs of those three guys. Uh You know, you find a way to pay them. You know, and don't tell them, well, we have to prepare for the future. Yeah, Jordan Bell was preparing for the future. But you know how to Jordan Bell... (laughs) Uh, the only way to pay them is basically to let someone else go, and it just gets harder and harder to keep a or, team together. Or because, be Steve Cohen and pay the tax. Wow, I hadn't thought of that, because it's really punitive. Well, of course it's, it is, because Joe Lacob's fellow owners hate the fact that he doesn't seem to care much about the tax. See, I In don't, the same way that all the other baseball owners hate Steve Cohen now. I don't mean to wander down the... Because he's firing money at anything that moves. I don't mean to wander down the Wiseman rabbit hole, but no matter what you think of Wiseman, if I were the Warriors, I would seriously consider trading him, if I could, for something, even if it was something that was just like a rental. Because otherwise, because if I am looking for ways where i got to save money, Wiseman next year, i got to pay him $12.1 million times what is it seven times each dollar whatever it is yeah and i just you know i don't want to pay look i hope he i love him and i he probably hasn't turned out to be quite to this you point what i thought him. but i don't want to pay him that much when then, i gotta pay you don't, so many other guys who are no or I, I who i know are way better then your love is conditional well i was speaking from their standpoint i don't love him but i'm assuming they do Oh, see, now you've turned on him. No, I haven't. You, I've been very ago, you consistent. I've been, no, they love him. I've never been. I have nothing against him. I just never thought he was going to be that good. Hopefully I'm wrong. That's not my point, though. See, now you're dragging me back, back yes, down that I hole am. where people are going to, oh, what? You're a hater. And I'm you took saying, the bait. I'm just saying, if I could trade Wiseman and get something that would help me this year, where uh, that seems like, wow, that'd be dumb because maybe down the road he's a foundational piece. Given the financial concerns the Warriors have, I would have to seriously consider that because otherwise, I gotta pay him. What, what would that be like? Eighty million dollars next year, including the tax. Life's hard. Then you get a hip replacement. That's how this stuff works. I, you know, if you're, so you, you have no sympathy they're, for they're him. Not, he they're not the emotionally tax. invested in James Wiseman the way they are Draymond Green or Clay Thompson or Stephen Curry. We're talking about two different things here. If you want to move. James Weissman tomorrow for a tuna sandwich. That's up to you. Two tuna sandwiches and a Coke and chips? Coke's not good for you. From the five... Uh, that's okay. Lacob loves Weissman. It ain't your money, Whitey. I know. You're right. And maybe he does love Weissman. Maybe he keeps Weissman. But... I think he does. I agree with that. I don't know. But I agree. I think he does. I still think he sees Weissman as uh, a symbol of... I told you this was the guy. We want this guy. He also, we don't have the cut here, I don't think, but he addressed that today. As well. we'll get that for you in a second. Joe Lake, Lakeup actually talked about that with Tim Kawakami as well about whether the front office was united in the selection of Wiseman. So we'll get to that in just a second. Well, too. he's going to look. I'm going to be the spoiler alert guy. Uh, he very simply said, "Yeah, we're all in this together." Uh-huh. He's not going to say, "Yeah, Myers took him," even though I told him not to. 
Or he's not going to say, oh, yeah, I basically walked all over Meyer's head because that's who the guy I But was. aren't you interested in how he phrased that and the way he, the well, way he said do it? Do you have the clip? I'm ready to go. Mark well, Randy's you said all you over didn't it. have it. Here's uh, Joe Lacob says the entire Warrior front office was all in on James Wiseman. I want to correct something for you and our <laughs> fans. Our entire front office and coaching head coach wanted to draft James Wiseman. Mm -hmm. We were universal in that regard. There was, I know people like to make up stuff. We all loved him and and I think we all are still very high on him. The question will be, you know, what do we have to do with roster? How important is winning today um, versus two years from now? We have to balance all that and we have to balance financials. So I, I think there's a lot of ways this thing could go. But as of right now, I think I'm still very, very positive of the young man. And in fact, all of our young players. Uh, and I think we have a great roster, too. Aha! Uh -huh. We love him, but hey, financials. Hmm. Well, he's going to bring that up with everybody except Curry. But isn't he that entitled? Is, I mean, seriously. Is he in, they're so far into the luxury tax, and they're paying more than any other team. Why isn't it fair to say, you know what? I get that. And I, you're saying, hey, they should spend more money. No, I didn't say. They're spending more than anybody else. I, 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 stop that right now. I never said he should just spend more money. Well, I thought he shouldn't. Just, he shouldn't said, bloviate. Just, he shouldn't bloviate about price is no object or we want to win. And then go well, but the budget's more important. It's either one or the other. So if it if he wants to win, then money can't be the object. If he only wants to win so much, then he could come out and say, "Well, money's going to be a problem." Hmm. So you're saying the more he talks about money, the less committed he is to winning? No, I said if he's going to talk, he, he can't. Here's he tried to have it both ways today. He said, "Well, we, you know, if we're if we're, you know." Go all the way to the final. We'll be fine, and we'll keep spending money without concern about the luxury tax. But you know, all of a sudden, you know, money's he's he's been bringing this sort of money creep discussion into the yeah into the public. But that's because it's all year. at the nexus. At nexus, my rear end. No, it's just it's before he was the guy. The sky's the limit. Now, as I suspected. The sky actually isn't the limit. The question is, where is the limit? That's what he can't answer yet. And it's, and it's fair that he doesn't answer that. Right, it is Because he fair. doesn't know. Yeah. But I think, you know, Weissman is movable. I think there are only two guys that are absolutely not movable in their hearts. And that's Curry and Thompson. And if everybody's united on all these decisions, and I suspect there's spirited arguments before the decision gets made, but once the decision is made, everybody signs off on it, is I think there'll be a huge argument in the room about Thompson. I don't think they'd trade Kaminga either. I think they I really think if somebody came up Kuminga. with an offer, they'd move him too. I am somebody to they really need yeah. if it was somebody they really needed and they really thought, here's a guy who can be part of our future too, and he's better than Kaminga, even if he's more expensive. I think they do that deal. Speaking of major acquisitions, I want to remind everybody once again here, Ray, that your guy about your guy Matthew and Susun City. 957 the game merch store a merch store is live. Matthew and Susun City bought four items today. The DPO Why do you White Sweatshirt. Nose in the dirt like this? Uh, well, because he's the man of the day. A relevant long sleeve t-shirt, an oi 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 shirt, and he bought the Ray Turn On Your Mic shirt. I gotta get one of those. I didn't know they had those. That's terrific. You can get yours now, and I can get mine at 957 the game shop shop. 
Dot com. He, these children will be laughed at in the schoolyard. <laughs> this guy's playing with fire. This man is a hero. This, guy, this guy's a lunatic. <laughs> I mean, first of all, he's clearly low on clothes. Secondly, Not anymore. The, the only way he could pull this off is if he wears all the shirts inside out. <laughs> and third, to tell people that you've done this is essentially... And to have it literally broadcast yeah, I mean, on the radio. How badly do you need people to know what you do? Coming I, up next, I would, yeah. Let's put it this way. Yes. I would turn my family over to the cops before I'd admit to this. The NFL is going to do what? They're going to expand the playoff field for this year? How can they do that? Next, he's Ray Ratto. In for Damon, I'm Waddy Gleason. 95.7 The Game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Damon and Ratto on 95.7 The Game. Kevin Michael Whitey Gleason in for Damon today. You know, we're streaming live on YouTube. Head to uh, youtube.com slash 957 The Game to watch us live and you'll notice that Ray already has his coat on and he's ready to go. Like and subscribe for all 957 The Game content on YouTube. Sports What's don't up? build character. They, they reveal it. Let's go. <laughs> you you got, have time for this. You got somewhere you gotta be? I mean, we still have Yeah, not here. Segment. We got another segment to go. Segment schmegment. We, we've got to talk about what's going on with the NFL owners tomorrow. Tomorrow's the big day, Ray. And again, all kidding aside, thank goodness for the great news on DeMar Hamlin. And, you know, we all know what happened there. And I'm sure we all had that same sick feeling, that sad, sick feeling of dread. But today we got some really good news. So he's got a long ways to go. But 
Um, the four big words again were from the doctors today: uh, significant improvement and neurologically intact. So. Thank goodness for that. Neurologically intact is a incredibly sterile way of saying he's still among us. Yes, which is, I mean, it's fabulous news because I, I thought in order of horror, not going to make it, going to make it, but going to be severely impaired, and we still don't know what the long term prognosis right. is. But and he's still not breathing the, on his own that we last. Yeah. Oh no, th- this is this is going to take a while, but. The news so far has been massively encouraging. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I was getting to the point there where I, you know, try to be optimistic. I was thinking, I don't know how much longer they can wait for him to come around. And then it, apparently it happened right about the time they were hoping that it would. Well, the, the other thing was that I, I mean, on the, on Twitter today, a lot of people were crediting the assistant trainer of the bills for giving the CPR that kept him from you know slipping over mm-hmm. and uh you know of course the you know he had the trainer hasn't said anything because that's not what you do but no. it's good that somebody you know is going to get you know at least noticed in a good way for having done a heroic deed under extraordinary circumstances so while that continues as his recovery continues and hopefully the news will continue to get better and better and better the nfl is figuring out what do we do about the fact that we had this very important game and we didn't play how do we factor that into our playoff picture owners ray are supposed to meet tomorrow Uh, according to multiple sources nfl's owners will convene on friday uh the meeting will happen via video via video conference according to uh, pro football talk. So one source explained the owners will have to resolve some controversial aspects of finalizing the plan, whatever that's going to be. I just I have to sign off on the Ray Ratto plan. It was the same plan I came up with. Here's Ray with how the NFL should handle this. Oh, I thought you were going to some sort of sound. No, no, no. I want oh, here's I Ray. Figure here's, why when I say here's Ray, that's you. Oh, so leave thought, it alone. Just leave it alone. You know, whoever gets the buy gets the buy. Go with the games that have been played and go yeah. with win, winning don't, percentage. Don't try and, to recreate the game you had to stop for the, you know, most frightening and yet most noble of reasons and move on. You know, the, everything does not have to be 100% fair for everybody involved all the time. Every once in a very rare while, circumstances intervene. And the solutions are far more unfair than the problem. The seating would be determined based on winning percentage. And as we mentioned earlier, I believe the uh, the NFL, the commissioner has um, the legal right to do that now. That That's something they took care of during COVID where they we can declare winners based on winning percentage in case we don't play all the games. So they have that contingency in place already. This would create a perceived unfair advantage for the Chiefs. Um, the Chiefs have lost to the Bills and the Bengals, and that creates a competitive disadvantage for the Bengals. It could have landed at number two or even number one. So that's what the owners are going to talk about and see if they can uh, they can solve. But I'm with you, Ray. There's no way it's going to be unfair to somebody somehow, yeah. some way. I mean, if you want look, if you want to contrive a stupid way to do this, go by their records against the spread. They're in bed with gamblers <laughs> now anyway. The Bengals have the best record in football against the spread. The Chiefs have the second worst record in football against the spread. And the Bills are below below average. So 
Give it to the Bengals based on the fact that they have returned more money to their betters. There's been a lot of speculation. We've done a fair amount of it here. The specific options for the owners currently aren't known. What they may actually be talking about, uh, what they may actually be voting on, we don't know yet. It's also not known, according to PFT, whether the situation would be resolved by simple majority or a 24-vote supermajority. One of the things we think they're talking about because it's been bandied about. If, I don't even know what that means, but um, expanding the playoff fields in both conferences to eight to somehow neutralize the unfair advantage that the Chiefs could get. That if you do it in the AFC, you got to do it in the NFC too. Um, and so we may end up with an expanded playoff field this year, and that somehow, some way, perhaps is supposed to address the fact that the Bengals and Bills game was never played. I have no idea how. The only thing they're talking about right now is what they're drinking with lunch. And I think we know it's going to be something brown in a tumbler with ice. <laughs> well, if they have enough of it, maybe they'll come up with a better solution than some of these. No, no they, the solution is already there in front of them, which is stop worrying about this. This is not that big a deal. I'm with you, but I don't think there's any way they're going to do that. Well, then they have to figure out a way to do this without adding games that they're going to profit on. Because that's what it will smell like to me. We're making more money off a guy nearly dying. Which is the optic they're trying to avoid. Mm -hmm. Which is why I think they're just... I think there's a, there's a chance that they'll say, you know what? This will look worse than the money will feel good. That's not usually the way to bet with these jackals. But maybe one time, somebody in the room will say, this makes us look like ghouls. Do they have to try to make up for lost revenue? Lost by virtue of the fact that they didn't play that game? No. No, it's more money that they can make by inventing new reasons to play more games, like expanding the field to eight instead of seven, and while doing it without negotiating it with the union. What do you think they're going to do? I would bet money that we're going to end up with an AFC title game on a neutral side. I hate that idea. I, again, I'm it, with you. It's like, just deal with it. Go with winning percentages, and oh, well, it's unfair anyway. But I, I would it bet might, money they're going to go to that. It might cost them money, though. Because if they go to a neutral site, they can't guarantee they're going to get a sellout. Whereas if it's in Kansas City, Buffalo, or Cincinnati, that game's sold out. And it's sold out at premium prices. You put it in Vegas, how many people do you think are going to fly from Kansas City and Cincinnati to see that game? Not that many. Yeah, exactly. They're going to be playing a championship game in front of like 10,000 people. Play it in it's uh, gonna, it's Indianapolis. Gonna like, it's going to look like a UNLV game. Play it in Indianapolis. You could do that too, Lucas Oil but, Dome. you know, still, you know, there are people who don't, aren't going to fly from Buffalo to Indianapolis. You know, it just, it's... I hope they don't do it, but I think they're going to. Well, I, if they do that, then, then they suck as much as I've always known they do. But I don't know how they can expand the... I mean, I know, basically, I understand the dynamics of it, but how in the world at this point you could open the door back up to teams like the Washington Commanders! Eliminated last week, and the New Orleans Saints, miraculously, they're still alive! I just, ah, I mean, you lose much more than you could possibly gain. No, that just makes them look ridiculous. They're going to yeah. do the thing that makes the most money, and the thing that makes the most money is probably going to win out, but the second best thing is to leave stuff the way it is and get the benefit of not having the unpleasant optic. 49ers could earn home field advantage and a buy and may not get the buy. By the way, I don't know if I've mentioned this. What? 
Sports don't build character. Let's get the hell out of here. What's coming up on the game is brought to you by Fremont Bank. The football hour with Sean Salisbury and Lorenzo Neal. A full hour of football talk after DeMar Hamlin's scary injury. And before a wild week 18, it's the football hour with Sean and Lowe at 6 right here on 95.7 The Game. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.